Yeah, hi, I'm looking for roofing. Is this the roofing department? Hello? Roofing. Yeah, it's so hot here. Wow. <clears throat> okay, yeah. Recently, I was talking with somebody about this. Has anybody heard the term um, ENM, an ENM person? So if you've ever been on a date, dating app, um, there's one that's pretty woke. Um, and it's pretty interesting as you, as you talk to people <coughs> and this is just stuff in the past, like recently, I mean, not very recently, but it kind of came back into, into my mind, but, um, there was a person I spoke with and they said, you know, I think on their profile it said, I'm looking for a, uh, relationship, but I'd be open to an EN. I think it said I wanted a committed relationship, but I'd be open to uh, ENM person as well. And I was like, "What? What's an ENM?" And they were like, "An ethical non-monogamy." So obviously, we know non-monogamy. know monogamy is just with one person. Non-monogamy is with more people. And then they have this term, ethical non-monogamy. So. Um, my thing is I think that for the past probably 10 years, people have just been making up new terms for stuff that already exists. It's probably nothing new. This is not a new revelation, but it's something maybe we don't realize. Um, at least that's the thing I'm trying to talk about today because this ethical non-monogamy, I go, I was talking to this person. I said, well, what's the difference? Because I, I would say, okay, yeah, I get that. I get that it just means that you want to date two guys and just it be like not a fight and i go well what's the difference between you and, and what's the difference between that and dating so i'm thinking about it now and i was thinking about it like formulating questions to her and saying like what's the difference between you just dating two guys and you being ethically non-monogamous and i think she was telling me that she asked me it was it in the dating or the sex or whatever and i said well it doesn't, none of that matters. It just means like if you're seeing two guys and they're both okay with it, that's basically dating anyway. You think that men and women don't see like two or three guys at a time or date several guys, not like exclusively, um, because that means you're moving to another level, which is the exclusive level. And I guess we could say that non monogamous, uh, ethically non monogamous could mean that she's dating those two men or three men um, exclusively, meaning that she's only seeing, let's say there's two, she's only seeing those two, which was from an earlier point when I said I wanted to have like two girlfriends um, because there's all different cultures and stuff like that. And I think it'd be fun. I actually think it'd be fun too for people to just try different types of relationships. You know, when you're younger, especially, um, because things don't have to get like too serious too soon. I, I, I would probably say if I would give advice to people where I think it'd be fun for people to just like date each other, not so seriously for, and I know they do for like, you know, be like, I think that I may be interested in you. How about we date for like three months? See how it goes. Um, and not put like the pressure on to like move to the next stage right away or, um, be like, oh, if, if things don't work out with this person, like it's over, be like, no, like you, couldn't you like date somebody and have fun? I mean, just dating and doing everything that you would do in a relationship, uh, except move in together and, um, don't get pregnant. And they just be like, at, at the, at the end of three months, let's just cut. Well, we'll, if we keep, if we like it, we'll just go another three months. If we don't, then let's get out of it and, and be single or date somebody else and, and keep it pretty, um. I think you could date a lot of people that way while being committed to that person in the sense of not like sleeping around with other people. So you're being safe um, and stuff like that. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. And then this whole like ethical non-monogamy, I'm like, okay, so let's say you're in your twenties, right? And you're like, okay, I want to date two girls or I want to date two guys um, at the same time. 
And I guess that would be, and I guess you're exclusively dating them is what I'm guessing this means. So that if somebody was to say, Hey, you want to go out to dinner? And you said, no, I can't. I have like, I have a boyfriends. I have boyfriends. Or you could say, no, I can't. I have a, I have girlfriends. I have two girlfriends. I can't go out with you. Um, then wouldn't you just at the same time be like, okay, yes, I can do that because I'm ethically non-monogamous. So I can see whoever I want. So yeah, we can go out. So then, then it gets to the point where you go, well, then what's the point of being exclusive? Because you're not, you're being the exact, the opposite of exclusive. So I think that that term is because all the arguments for it seem to be, um, like almost oxymorons, like the term, it's like, it's like, if you're dating, uh, it just seems like the term dating, they're just using that as a new term. So all these new like woke terms and all this shit, like, um, you could just be like swingers, basically, at that point, you're just swingers. You know what I mean? You're not ethically, you're not. And also, the term itself, sorry, I had something in my mouth, stuck in my mouth. Um, you're just, and then not only are you just swingers when you say that, or just dating somebody, however you want to say it, or just dating multiple people, then um, you're actually taking a moral high ground, or you're actually, what do they call that when you are stating that you're taking a moral high ground? I can't remember what it is. Some kind of high, I can't remember the term for it. It's on the tip of my tongue. And... Um, and anyway, and so you're just telling people that you're 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 more ethical than them. You're ethically non-monogamous, okay? When we all know that you just like to see a lot of people. You just like to see more than one person at a time. And that's just called dating at the end of the day. And then when you get into an exclusive relationship, it's called having a girlfriend or a boyfriend. That's what that's called. So there's dating, boyfriend or girlfriend, fiance, wife or husband and then ex-wife or husband possibly um and or widower but then so there's those there's those things i mean that's basically the guide uh not the guide but the um the terminology uh for dating book now <clears throat> obviously <clears throat> there's gonna be other stuff <clears throat> like we talked about let me get a little sip of this red bull hmm I drank half this Red Bull. I had these thoughts going around. <clears throat> I haven't done a podcast in a while. And I was like, God, I get this off my chest. So I sat down in the studio and I'm just wanting to get these things over to you. Tell me what you think. I, I would love to hear from someone. Um, throw a voicemail at me. I'll tell you the stuff at the end of how to do that. And or follow me. The underscore. Um, well, this is the other one. D underscore. Um, where are we, guys? I'm 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 forgetting the name of my own podcast here. We're totally screwed. The underscore translator underscore podcast at um, gmail.com. Uh, actually, I don't remember what the email is, but I know it's the underscore translator underscore podcast for Instagram. <clears throat> but we're here's the thing. Here's okay, two more topics today. One, I'm making a website. We need to go back to websites, back to fun. Now, back to websites because websites were were where it all started, and I believe that websites will be where it all ends in a sense if it ever does because websites have everything. So websites are very inexpensive. If you are interested in making something for yourself above all the rest, all these Facebook, Instagram, um, all these other sites that give you some sort of media, social media presence are the bottom of the barrel. For businesses, they've, they they use – even they're, they're the bottom of the barrel. They use them in ways that create um, – like, for instance, um, let's take like the Kardashians. Even though they're already super popular, famous, whatever, um, they can go on to their pl any platform because they have so many followers on that platform and promote something and then get all the business from promoting it there. I think you can promote your stuff on all these different platforms. Let's just say it all off the bat. Those platforms are used for promotion. You gain followers by creating promotions and putting them on all those social media platforms. Then 
that's where um, you direct them to your website to purchase the things or to um, get a look at more of your items, to come to your home page. Your home page and all the things that you want people to know about you or see about you or your business or anything like that or your purpose, your um, charity. If anybody, and by the way, charity, I'd like to talk about too. If anybody actually wants to do charity, I, I do want to put that on my homepage. I want to I want to have that on my website at some point of See, this is again, this is why why websites are so amazing. First of all, they're cheap. I wish I had a this was a sponsor, but there's a couple of different companies, there's a lot of companies out there, but one particular is the Squarespace, Squarespace. I have used it before. It's very simple and easy. The more you pay per tier, the more bandwidth, the more space, the more types of different things you can use, but with the very most basic, which I think is like uh, $5.99 or $7.99 or $10.99, one of those three prices, I don't remember. Uh, I can actually look that up. Is And I, I'm not able to forget prices. It's it's very little like that and in f per month, and it's less than you spend on coffee, I'm sure, per month, and, and most things, but it will give you a huge platform to direct people to. So you can have a card, you know, uh, in your wallet, you know, that's going to be very rare. You can send a link to people. You can, so instead of sending people to your Instagram, everyone's saying, you know, follow me at, follow me at this, follow me at that, this, that, and the other. And you're saying like, do this, do that, do that. And you may have several different platforms and, and you can still do that because that's promoting. I mean, for instance, if you have more things on Instagram for promotions, you may send, you may end up sending people there to look at all that stuff so that they can see it and then go to your website. But I, I actually think the opposite. I think you should always send people to your website. First of all, the website for such a cheap price, you can, can fully customize with the most easy user creation tools that we've ever had in the world at the lowest price that we've ever had at the highest quality that we've ever had. It's the, so it, if you are interested in being even just one cut above everybody else in, in any fashion, in sort and way, then you're spending a low amount of money on a website per month. And that can easily be justified in your budget. It could be one of the most, well, it could be important. So um, that's something I wanted to talk about. Let's go a little bit deeper into that because it does get very interesting. And those of you who are into design um may find it um fascinating well you probably maybe already know about it but um or art or just business it's obviously extremely low cost there's no there's no debating the the, the top the, the, the cost of it we can get into that but it's very 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 low and what happens is for instance let's take a couple examples one would say let's say that you're just a strictly a business let's say you make something and you want to sell it let's say you make something out of your house and you want to sell it on the internet well you just make it you take a picture of it and you put it on your website and you also on that squarespace you have a page where you can have somebody fill it out to order your stuff and pay on that same page. It's the most simple, basic thing in the world. So instead of going to, um, what's that really uh, popular website that I'm seeing in my head but can't say? Uh, Etsy. So if you go to Etsy now then and put your stuff on Etsy, you're still sending them to the link. You have to realize, people have to realize about the internet. I think we've gotten, I really do think people have gotten lost along the way. And I want to clarify, I have a lot to learn about it. I grew up with the internet. And I grew up before the internet, and I understand most. Well, I understand what I understand about the internet. I can have conversations with you about that, but putting your stuff on Etsy is just all it is is providing a link that says etsy.com forward slash and the name of your website on Etsy, meaning the name of the page that they allow you to have, and it's just their version of it's it's let's say it's it's 10% of what your website would allow you to do as far as customization and things go. And you're using somebody else's platform and they take money from you. So you're just basically doing the same thing. You have to think about it that way. Now there's so many users on Etsy, right? So they're already looking on Etsy at different things and you're going, well, that's why I put my 
shop on Etsy because people go to Etsy and look at stuff. They might see my stuff. Okay. Their chances are 85%. They are not going to see your things because people pay to put their things on the front page and the front page or the front three or five pages. People don't usually go past page three are only for the people that pay and the people that have the most views. The, the, the way they get the most views are two things. One, organically. Two, paying. Now, which one do you think wins? Okay, paying wins all the time. And once you pay and you get somewhere, then you get more views. It's self-fulfilling. Uh, it's fulfilling and the, they, they feed each other. So you're just never going to get to the front page or the front three pages, and that's the only pages that people view. So what you have to end up doing is giving people links to your shop on Etsy. Okay, and this goes for every platform. This that I just explained, that formula is the same formula for every single platform. If you're on Twitch and you're trying to get popular, you can pay for people, which I don't know what their policies are on that. Every platform has a different policy on that. Or you get popular by doing something. Same for YouTube, um, for all the platforms. So unless you have, you're paying for a team, like a lot of money for a team of people or a couple couple people that would every day like you pay them to go on and like do all this stuff to like get people to follow you and then to that way the more followers comments this it starts getting you up and up in page count the idea is to get to the first three pages okay so that is a very long expensive route and if you can do that and that's the way you choose to do it then uh please do um, for everyone else who are the majority people uh, who can't afford to do that are not going to spend the time doing that, and that would be way more expensive than the route that I'm telling you right now, which is, again, when you have these websites, these uh, links through all these platforms to send people to, for instance. And I think that some of them are organized. I say Instagram is very organized. If you have someone's Instagram and you want to follow them, and you want to see their stuff and you want to like their stuff. And that's why you get followers. And then when you put stuff out there again, these are for promotion. So they're very good for promotion, but they're not your home page. You don't want to just send someone to your Instagram. You want to send them to your website. You have to get a domain because, okay, well, let's get into the main part of this. The biggest part, the finale of it. The whole idea is, let's say you're paying $10 a month for a website. It's 120 bucks a year but you have a small business or you have, or you do it because you, you want to showcase your photography or this, that, and the other, and you want to, um, and you want to do it with the most customizations and stuff like that. And in the smartest way, I believe, um, you still have to give someone a link, right? So now you're giving them your homepage link and you control everything. You can control the music, by the way, um, on some of these things, I think you can put, you know, Depending, you have to be careful about copyrighted music, but there's terms and stuff in the uh, Squarespace for stuff like that. You have to read those terms. Uh, you can have people do music for you and put it um, on your website so it plays in the background if you like. You can have um, music that you paid for, um, copyright free music and stuff like that, that go with each page that you click on. You can have no music. Um, you also can have different types of backgrounds for every single page that you click on. So ideally, what you want is obviously your home, your landing page. The first thing that anybody sees on the internet about you, you want complete control of. You do not have that with any of these other links that you're going to give to people. Mm. Not to mention they can take it away from you instantly. Now, they can't take your website away from you and your or your domain name. Okay? Now, I don't know about the deep, deep rules of the internet as far as like if you had something really bad on your website that broke those rules. Those th those things I do not know about specifically, even though there are, of course, extreme web pages like that. So there's 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 a level, but that's not exactly, I don't think, what we're all talking about here. Let's talk about art, business, and charity. Um, for art, you can get a page. You can fully custom out each one. I like to do like a home page. And I, I still need to do a new one. Uh, I did a website a while back, and I'm going to do a new one. I'm very excited about for the podcast. But so here's the thing. I, I kind of have this whole idea about putting a, a website together for all the things that I do. 
And I may have to go to like tier two for that because it, it may, I may have more pages, right? So let's say they go, you can have, hmm, let's do this. Let's say that you can have, let's see, because five times five, let's say you can do 25 pages, right? And each page can hold um, a certain amount of like characters, meaning, you know, on the keyboard and a certain amount of image image uh, images or a certain amount of megabytes or gigabytes on each page. And I don't know how that is. I think it's based off bandwidth. Uh, I don't know what gigabytes in on the internet would represent it. I don't think it's just the images in the background because it might be calculated differently. But let's say that you had a, a gig per page and you had 25 pages. So you could make five tabs on the top of your homepage. Excuse me. Burped five tabs on the home your homepage. So let's just say you go to your homepage and say so-and-so's homepage. It just said that in text and it had an image in the background. High definition, great character font. And on that page, you could click on different links uh, that say about, which is your bio or bio, about or bio, same thing, um, which could include things about yourself and about what the, the website's about and what your, anything that you want to, what it's about, right? So about page. Uh, and then, and now, okay. And then that could be five, that could have four pages in there or five pages in there. Um, so you could have like, if, if it's an about page, you wouldn't need five pages, but, um, you could, let's go to the next one. Now, this is where, what I would do, I would obviously have at the very end, it would be like the shopping cart page, which would be like anything that you buy off the website would go into like add shopping cart and would go into that page. You could always click to that page whenever you want to, to that, to that tab. So my, my tab system will be based off of all the different things that I sell or my services. And then at the end would have the, the cart with the, where you would check out. Basically, it would call checkout. Um, and so that checkout would be one page, right? And you would have this 25 pages. So let's say you have 23, 22 pages left. Now you're going and utilizing those. You get the idea. But um, I wanted to say some of those other tabs, for instance, would be like podcasts, plural would be one tab and it would have i'd click on that and it would have like a background uh gradient background of sorts that's high definition and it would have squares uh for this is just a this is in my head of the most simple basic of, of uh, you know websites it would have different squares and each square would be a clickable square but that would have a, a you know a shadow so it wouldn't be just flat on the page right it would be a good high definition uh picture or uh, um, a high definition uh, page made from like Photoshop or somebody who created it for you that you pay to create for you um, uh, or text showing the name of your logo or your logo of your podcast. And it's saying the name of your podcast right there. And you could click that. Okay. And that would bring you in a step further. This is all about bringing portals, all different, going into different links, right? Clicking links, going into another, bringing up another page. This is how websites work. This is what we studied in college. We did in my, my classes, a few of them. Not too deep, and it was a long time ago. But this is the basis for it when the internet was first getting like this. Um, and now it's even simpler because now you just, you don't have to create those pages with the code, which I only did a little bit of because they were just trying to show us how it worked. But um, let's say you clicked on one, since I have two, or, two podcasts and I produce uh, another one, um, I would have those three podcasts on there. So, um, and then you can click them and what it would do is it would take you to a place or it would have a list of three or four places or 10. I would have a list of all the places you could hear that podcast or, and, or you could click it and it would start playing whatever episode that you decided. It would have all the episodes listed and you could just click it, play it. You could watch it, anything. And it could have a link to all that shit. It would have a link to the Instagram and I've linked to this, that, and the other. So what you're, what you're essentially doing is putting all, like you have a, your personal computer and if you're a very organized person, you have all these folders and everything. So everything is so lined up that you're just basically, when you want to research a subject on your computer or go into it, like for instance, I have this thing that says designing tools and it's a, it's a folder. And when I click it, it goes into color design, audio design, and graphic design. And when I go into like color design, I have like four uh, different, this is an internet, internet uh, folder. So it has four uh, internet pages for 
color design, different pages that have different things like HTML color codes, uh, different color codes to utilize when I'm designing something. And then for my audio design, it has different links. Um, one of them is a voice generator. Then when I have graphic design for websites or for other graphic design, I have different things like Fiverr and Canva and these different um, great websites for graphic design. Uh, and so, for instance, on the website, you're basically doing the same thing. You're just organizing it and putting it out there and then putting the artistic thing onto it where you decide what, how you want to customize it. But ultimately, you want to have some sort of formula to have it on there. So it's very simple for people to understand and utilize uh, and have so uh, you can put so much content on there. And so you can always just add content and you can edit anytime you want. You don't have to call a web creator and and talk with them and pay them to do all these things for you. It's very simple. It's a very, um, the people who really are into this are probably still listening and the people who aren't, aren't, but I'm going to bet that if you are, um, it's something that you're, you're really, you should look into because one last thing on it. Um, my idea is kind of to, if I was to do one just for podcasts, it would be interesting, but I want to kind of put mine, all my stuff out there. So, you know, like stuff that I make and sell. Um, and then I want to have like a tab, that's what all the tabs are for. I want to have a tab or a link <clears throat> that's on there that says all my friends things. So people that I know that sell different items or services, I'm going to have a tab on there and each one is going to have their stuff or their website <clears throat> so if my if my friend <clears throat> sells candles then i have a link to the i have a thing that says their logo basically where you can click on their logo and it, and it would say uh, whatever that is and you click on it and it would go either directly to their website or it would go to their own shop that i create for them on my website and you may even be able to check out on my website but i'd rather you go to theirs I'd rather they make their own or it directs them to whatever they have. If it's their Instagram, which I prefer would be their website, it goes to that. But I would give them the option of that. I would say, listen, do you, if you want to be on my my website, and this is affiliate marketing a little bit, but this is, if you want to be on my website, then just tell me what you uh, what links you have. What's your whole thing? Where can people find you? And I'll put it on here. So if you have just Instagram, then I'll be like, hey, my friend sells candles on the logo and you click it and it goes to his Instagram. Uh, hopefully he has more than that. That way he can actually sell stuff. So it would have a list. And I have a lot of friends that do a lot of different things, whether it is a, a service, whether it is a product or whether it's charity or whether it's just their artwork or whether it's anything they do like podcasting. I want them to be able to, when people come to my home page, my home, my website, and they see my big house, online, which is what I call my website, my house, I'm going to start calling it different things because I think that's how people need to view it. Then they get to see and are welcome into the things that I'm willing to show them. And I want to be able to promote my friends and family on my webpage in whatever way that uh, we mutually agree is fine. And it's a big help because now let's say they have a website and they do something similar and they have me on there. Obviously, that's going to be the way that you make a big network of things. But that's up to them. Um, and that's how we can get back to, in general, people having more control over the things they put on the internet. Um, and you could even have, you know, people follow you, obviously, even to your website. So that's another thing, too. People have to realize that you can follow people's websites. You don't have to just follow their Instagram or everything else like that. So it's, it's, it's not that hard. If people make an update to their website, you can get a ding on your phone. That's a thing in the future you're probably going to see coming back. I'm going to go ahead and just say that's my my bet for the future, that it swings back to websites because one of the whole thing that's going on with the culture, uh, and two, you need to think a step higher than what you're being told by everybody and what everybody's doing because you can still have all these other free platforms and have a website. There was other thing I wanted to get to today. I don't think I'm going to be able to get to it. I might have to just pop this recording is about to go off in one minute. <clears throat> if you listen this far, um, I'm just thinking if there's anything else on the website thing, I mean, cause there's so much in my head about it, um, that I could probably come back to it another time. I wanted to mention this thing about Uber drivers. Uh, I wanted to go, go into the, the Uber 
the Uber scam and the food. I think the food delivery scam as well. Um, so let's get back into that and, and, and just here shortly. I am kicking myself because I'm in my head, like going, what else do I want to go over about websites? Hmm. Let me get right back to it. Be right back to you folks. Okay. That was a good, good piss break. We're back and we are back. So we were talking about website design. We are going to talk about the Uber scam. And I can't remember the first thing that we covered. But uh, I recently, well, I've been getting this feeling of wanting to teach something for a long time. And it's a good feeling. I think everyone, I think teaching could be, I think when people do, I think it's innate in everybody. Like I think when you teach something to somebody, it is something that is so divine in the fact uh, about uh, I think it's like a spiritual divine feeling like it could be something as simply as simple as let's say we're going to take fishing, for example. Uh, I didn't really think that example over, but I just, it just seems like it, it's the one that everyone goes to. Let's how about if you just teach somebody how to do something like play the guitar. Okay. This is something that I don't really enjoy as much as I used to, but, um, I want to do something where I teach something and I monetize it and put it on my website. Okay. Back to websites and all this stuff. I want to, and so there's so many free videos out there on YouTube where you can teach people how to play guitar or teach. They have all free stuff, which is amazing. Everyone should be, we have the most, you know, free information of everything where you can learn and do everything pretty much for free. But if you want something custom for you, you could pay for it. And I think that's something that I want to um, put on my website. Uh, also, some of the the services, some of the things that I do and make, I want to put those on there and uh, monetize. But the, the the service thing or teaching thing as well, um, it, it's not even necessary. It's always good to monetize something that you have a uh, that you can, uh, because you should make every dollar that you can um, until you get to the point of being greedy. And you'll know. Uh, hopefully you'll know. Actually, maybe you won't know because you're greedy. How would you know if you are or not? Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. But you um, but that's what you you have to, in this day and age, make as much money as you can because things are getting more expensive. So every dollar counts. And if you're doing some of these things or if you enjoy doing some of these things, then and you have a website, you're planning on making one, then you can um, promote it like you do everything else um and make some money so for instance you'll be surprised how much money you can make with such little effort this is why the internet's so um uh powerful for instance you can have from someone from anywhere in the entire world look at your video and pay for it to learn something i if I was to teach guitar for beginners and someone was willing to pay for that course because for some reason they wanted me to teach it or they just like the sound of my voice or like the look of my guitar or whatever the case may be, uh, even though my level is so much lower than everyone else's um, as far as skill goes. Um, so it would be – and there's all these free videos too. But when you get into the point of, of customizing, I think that's where you kind of um, – can make make more money but you don't know what's going to make money until you put it out there and your risk is at such is so minimal that it's almost zero so if you were to take your phone which everybody has and record a video of yourself let's say you set it you teach somebody something okay let's say it's guitar it's a five minute let's say it's a 10 minute let's say five minutes let's just say that you make a five minute clip of yourself say hit you know record sit there explain something it's a guitar riff to somebody this that or the other um let's say you show your cooking you show someone how to cook something um and let's say you throw you show somebody how to properly shoot a bow you know bow and arrow so you do the, you just do a five minute clip now um you do you you do you put that on your website. 
under one of the headers, services, or however you want to call it. Let's just say it's your whole website, right? I'm, I'm planning on doing it a little bit differently. But um, this is what you want to teach or what you want to show. And you want to go, okay, well, it's up there. I'm going to see if I can get money for it. And you make that video um, where they have to pay for it. So you're going to have some intro videos. You're going to have a few, few free videos. We're also going to have the ones that people have to pay for. Now, the people, the ones that people have to pay for, one could be just ones that you made, you decided to make on your own. And the, the, the amount that you could make, it could be very small. That way people are willing to pay it. Um, or they could pay a fee just to be into that, you know, part of your website or to pay to download a video. And it could be a long video, but you get the idea. Um, the other part of this is if people are, are sending you, uh, custom, um, requests where you take custom requests for certain songs or certain recipes or certain ways to do certain things. And the beauty of this is obviously that they were making it for you. Um, and they can download it and it's just like hiring a, a tutor or a personal trainer online. And if you're putting it out there and you're trying to attract this amount of people, you can get money from it. Um, my whole thing has been like, have like many businesses that you naturally already enjoy doing and just put those on your website and monetize them and let them go in the background and start all of a sudden one day you get a hit for $10 and you go, where the heck did I get $10 from? I mean, you'll know where. And then the next day you get a five and then a 10 and then a 15. And then by the end of the week or the end of the month, let's say by the end of the month, you, you have like a 250 bucks. You're like, where did you're like, I, I made $250 by be, using some of my energy and some of my headspace to do this thing. And that library is online and it's not going anywhere. So every month is going to change and it could get more because you're going to get more followers and more things like that. Um, and that's going to work in the background and that money adds up. So the more businesses, the more things you have on your website, let's just say you have three different things on there. The more attention, the more attraction, the more money you're going to make. And I find that to be fascinating. And there's a lot of good books on that. Um, but again, this, it comes down to having your own website, having some original ideas, but also everything doesn't have to be original. The fact that this new thing I'm learning that I'm, I guess, discovering in my own way is that when you put if you just use whatever energy that you utilize to do something in the world, you're going to get back in some positive way. So like I've been doing some physical labor, even just like raking leaves. Um, and this is a very small example. I, I immediately feel accomplishment. I can physically see the difference, which I really enjoy because I enjoy design and I enjoy landscaping. I enjoy being in nature. So it's all self-satisfying. It also does the work that you need that needs to be done. So it's another form of accomplishment. And um, and I get satisfaction from accomplishment, even though accomplishment itself, um, I guess, is a thing too. But I get the satisfaction from that. And um, it, it gives me purpose. Like there are things that, that need to be done. It's not that important that I rake leaves. You know, you could probably use a blower, um, but then, and, and they could fall for a while, but it's, it's in maintaining the yard and stuff like that. And it, it's just some, and it's very small, but um, it's so healthy for you. And I think that when you um, do some, let's say, let's use the online example, when you put stuff like out that out there, like I put stuff on all these different platforms with the podcast and sometimes I don't see much response and then sometimes I do and I'm like, why is it sometimes I don't? And I'm still trying to figure all those things out. But um, what I realize is when you have something, like I was saying earlier, and I'm going to try and finish this off now, is that you just have a link for something. And if it's not your website, then they're just going to this one link. If they even find the link, if, you know, you're sending it to one per, you know, let's say you send it to someone, they go to that link, it's your Instagram page, they see pictures, they're like, great pictures. They can't buy anything from Instagram from you. They can only be sent to other websites. Um, so you want to get them to your website. They can see everything that you have to offer and all your friends' links. And if you do charity, um, one thing I want to do is I want to do charity, um, more. I've done a few things in the past, which is really interesting. Maybe I'll do a podcast on that, but, um, but I want to put like links to the charities 
not that I necessarily do, uh, but I probably will end up doing them. I want to do the ones that are very simple. I find charity to be very complicated uh, and for whatever reason it has to be. But I found a couple, like I worked at one where it wasn't far from the house. They basically needed me to go there. And when people drop stuff off in the back warehouse, they would have us uh, organize it on the shelves. Um, and then when there was, it was for families who were, um, you know, underprivileged and would come there, uh, would have to like register and then with the state, you know, or whatever. And then they would, you know, that's the thing it was through the state. So they would uh, say, okay, every family gets like a care package of like one of these items, one of these items, one of these items, one of these items. So part of the job was like w organizing all the stuff in the warehouse. And then like when the people came to get stuff, you would put the package together with varieties from uh, point A, point B, point C, point D or whatever and, and give it to them. And then there was an administrator there to do that. And the person who owned the, or was running the charity and stuff like that. So I liked that. I think it was a very simple, straightforward sort of way. There were some things in there I didn't understand, which is why I want to learn more about it. But I like uh, the simple charities where you can actually understand them and understand they're going to a good place and you can see the results and you can see, you know, even the people that you were giving them to. Um, and the people were just like, it was like Goodwill. Like people just would drive around the back and drop off their stuff. Uh, except for Goodwill was making people pay for it. And this place was just giving it away. Uh, now, obviously, they were getting loans or they were getting some kind of help from the state government, maybe just to run the place. And maybe it's a, you know, maybe they don't get any money. I mean, that would be, that it could be a for-profit charity. Who knows? Uh, there's all kinds of stuff out there. But the point is they had a good message and they were doing it as simply as they could, which I really, really respected and liked. And I would put that charity on my website. I would promote that charity. And um, and that's cool. I would explain it. See, I like to design stuff. So again, I would want to put there, I'd like, like what I would have is like, I'd have a, a link that said charities or local charities or whatever the case may be. And I would put, and as soon as you clicked on it, it would go, like I said, a background page, a gradient or a picture. It would have the logos for the charities. When you clicked on that logo, it would go to its own page again, like its own website. Uh, it wouldn't go to that charity's website, but it would go to the website that I created in my liking of their charity because it's my website. And it would be completely designed by me. And so it would say like, that's how I like to organize things. I think if this comes out of my need for organizing or designing. I think I can do it better than a lot of places do to explain things simpler. Now, that's just my thought. I've seen a lot of like really disorganized things that work i think because there's so much money and so many people f filing into certain things that we all do that it, they people people don't like the way that they are but they don't care because they're getting the final product you know it's like people want white you know healthy meat but they don't care that it's covered in um what is it called like the chicken the fried chicken and they'll eat through all the they want the, the fried chicken they like they enjoy the taste of it we all do but um, to get to the meat which is what their body really wants so um, I feel like a lot of the the um, the things I see when people are just trying to get a very simple message across sometimes to me it seems like there's too much we this is something I studied in college this is stuff that I retained that I found it very interesting that they would that they even went through this this is actually um, something they went over. So obviously they talk about things being too cluttered, as we all know. I mean, we all can figure that out for ourselves. But um, our brains have been programmed for so long to be so cluttered through the internet because we see shit all the time, ads and this and that and the other, that we're just so freaking programmed at this point. So I think bringing it back to simplicity is what you're, what we want. When people see it, they go, oh, that's quality. Even though it's just the even simpler version of the things that are um, out there. And nowadays, what you're going to see is people paying for things we used to have. Again, this kind of goes back, I guess it touches on, you know, um, they think they're creating something new because they're just putting all these stickers over it. But really, it's, just, it's, it's a similar product than what it was before. 
Um, it's just that they're trying to like throw all these like, hey, new cool stickers on it. And you're like, um, and people, you know, fall for it. It's easy to fall for. Um, but now, and when you're, now that we're cleaning it up, people are willing to pay for cleaning it up because no one's doing it. So people are going to monetize it. And I think that's, if you're, if you're trying to be, um, I think that's the, the ticket. I really do. If you're listening and you're interested in, um, you know, whatever you're designing or doing, my, I just highly suggest that you make it um, clean and um, of course customize it, you know, fully to your liking and your, your color schemes and all that. I would like to do a whole uh, podcast on, on design and stuff like that with just talking about the fundamentals and the tools of design. But again, these are one of those things where this is why I do the podcast too. Podcasts are free. I'm not even doing, I mean, I want to almost turn off my monetization at this point because I want to have more fun things coming in and using different sounds um, and I think with the monetization on, even though I don't have, I'm not probably not going to put ads on this one. Um, it kind of limits you. So you have the freedom to do that with, with websites and stuff like that. And I don't want to run on and on and on, but that's what this is. It's a deep cut. And, and I, I, I enjoy the, um, I enjoy going into, so what I want to do is provide something to the listeners. And for this, I just, if, um, you're listening. I, I want to just pass on knowledge of what I learned and what I, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah, that's, I learned a lot in college with, uh, my, my major that I wasn't really able to, to utilize for many, many years because there wasn't, um, what I was going into at the time. First of all, it was, it was during 2000, 2000, sorry, 2007 and 2008, where we had a huge crisis and there's very limited jobs and I didn't use my degree and I haven't used it really. I've really haven't utilized it as much. Now I'm thinking back to it. It doesn't really work in that way. My thing kind of works from just my experiences I learned in college alone mixed with some of the fundamentals of design, graphic design and mass media as a whole. And I'd like to talk more about mass media as a whole going into um color schemes and going into the fundamentals of sound sound design and stuff like that uh and all those different things um so if people that want those things you know we're gonna get into that um the uber scam i'm gonna save for next time because it's a long episode and, and that'll give me something else to talk about but as a little preview of it what my main point that I'll talk about is basically I did Uber for a little while. I mean, I legit did Uber because I was between jobs and I was like, hey, all I have to do is get my first of all register, my car registered with Uber and wait for the waiting period for them to do whatever it takes to do it. And then I can just turn it on and like drive uh, and then just start making money. And also, the how quickly does it take for you to get that money in your bank account once you get it into the Uber app from the people? And then, so we'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about what it's really like for an Uber driver. Because if you have never driven Uber and you utilize Uber, you have to understand, I will tell you now, when I pick up, when I you drove over, when you pick somebody up, let's say right next to your house, you turn it on, it says, bink, it's somebody a mile away, go pick them up. First of all, you have no idea where you're dropping them off. No idea. They could be going to the airport. So you could say, hey, honey, I'm going to go out and do some Uber, you know, after work, right? You want to make a little extra, extra scratch. You go out and you want to drive for like an hour or two, maybe like two hours, right? Well, guess what? You could go out and you could end up going from two minutes from your house all the way to the airport. No matter, and that depends where you live, right? All the way to the airport. Now, when you drop that person off, drop them off, you make a good amount if you're far away, right? Now you're going, okay, well, um, let's do a couple more and then go home. Well, you have no idea where the next one's coming from or where it's going, right? So again, it pops up. 
if you it tells you, hey, there's a, a ride that's four miles away in the other direction, further away from your house. Do you choose to accept it or not? If you choose not to accept it, it will go against your Uber rating. You're getting a lower score for not taking a ride because of your... Now, it's giving you the option of choosing, and then when you choose not to take it, it's it's penalizing you for not taking the ride. So most people take the ride. Now, once you take the ride, that person, you don't know where they're going. Guess what? They end up going even further from your house. Okay. We get to the next destination. Now you probably made, who knows, however much amount of money. Not a lot, but because you went on an airport trip and then another trip, wherever that was, further from the house, you made a certain amount of money. So now you just you decide to go, I can't take another one of these trips because I don't know where it's going to go. And if it goes even further from my house, then I'm obviously I'm getting farther from home and I want to stop soon because I'm almost at my two hours, right? So you go, okay, I'm done. You hit stop. You better hit it quick too because they're going to pop up with another ride. And if you hit no on that one before you hit stop, your Uber rating goes down. So you hit stop. You're done driving. It calculates how, how much you made. I'll tell you right now, those rides, depending on the how far you are for the airport and also the second trip that was further from your house, you could that could be 30 bucks, right? Plus the tips. And the tips on Uber versus Lyft, different story a little bit, but um, basically like maybe like two, three dollars, some people five. Um, and you have to deal another aspect of it didn't go to. You have to deal with the type of person that's getting in your car, whole nother ball game. When you get an Uber, you have to deal with the Uber person who has a major background check um, and everything and has their job at, at risk. So you, you're you in a better leverage position than the person that's driving. Just understand that too. But of course, it's the real world. Anything can happen. But when somebody gets in your Uber car, and of course, it all depends on the location and the time of day. You have to be very careful. And, okay, so we got that. Now you want to go home, right? So you get in. Uh, so you go, okay, I'm going home. Honey, I'm coming home. I finished my two hours. I am literally an hour and a half away from the house. So now you drive home in maybe even traffic for an hour and a half. Horrible, you know, waste of time basically, right, to make $30 minus the gas that you spent, especially in today's economy. Let's say that you made 20 bucks for two hours worth of work. So with wear and tear in your car, you know, the mileage on your engine, the brakes, the tires, everything comes into play for $20. So that goes out the window. So the whole thing is an Uber's taking the is ta is getting obviously paid for everything right, but they created the system. So I don't know what this really you know. I don't know what the point of doing it is because I did it like I really did it for a good like a three month to five month period, and I learned a lot. Um, but I'm still trying to figure like I never broke even, you know what I mean? Like you're going to, you, you know, you can make like 120 a day. Now you'll work like all day and very, and even till late at night and make like 120 bucks. But like the hit point is your car by the time, cause some people they'll be like, I rented this car for it. And I'll be like, well, then you're paying for the rental. I'm like, yeah. So there's, there's just no winning. And so it's just kind of like, you're just doing it just, I think some, some men, just do it to get it out of the house and be like, I have a job. So their wife won't yell at them or their girlfriend or whatever. And also because they need cash. So it's, it, it's a thing where like you need cash to pay your rent. And yeah, who cares what happens to your car two, three, four, five, six months from now? Because you need your rent this month and next month and in the month after. Also, you can work seven days a week and you can work whatever hours you want. Now, you can only drive... Uh, a certain amount of time per day and it, it requires you to take breaks. Uh, and there are some things in there. Like if you get consecutive runs, you get like extra dollars and there are times where you get higher things. And there are places, if you pick up people in certain places, 
there are uh, higher rates. Um, it's not like it used to be where you cleaned house. It has not been like that for a while. So um, I just want this to go out there to people. I think everyone uses Uber or Lyft or whatever. Now, if you use – now, I drove for both because I would switch over whenever the – either I ran out of time to drive for Uber and I couldn't drive anymore until the clock reset. I know switch over to Lyft or there, sometimes Lyft was more pre premier. Like you would get like better people in Lyft than Uber. Uber was like the bottom of the line, but it would like switch. Like it was very weird. And some, some days were like very weird. Like some days you wanted Lyft. Um, you wanted to like start with Lyft and then go to Uber because of what you get way higher tips. I think, I think people, you know, certain demographics would choose Lyft over Uber uh, but man, I had some, a few sketchy, uh, encounters, uh, people that, you know, whenever there's drinking involved, it's like people really act stupid. And, um, and I had a girl and a guy that were, uh, drunk and she was way less drunk than him. And he was like trying to bring the beer bottle in. And I was like, dude, you can't do that. Obvi obviously you can't do that because it's against the law. It's not going to change because you're in an Uber guy. And just because you're drunk and you think I'm cool with it. I mean, it's, there's so many stories that are, that are like that, but that had, I had one of those and the girlfriend was cool. And so she like calmed him down and was like, no, don't bring the, uh, don't bring that in here or whatever. And so she was on my side, but I would have never taken the ride. I would have just canceled it if it got out of hand and that you even have to be careful about. I also had a dude who I picked up from the strip club and drove him literally so i used to live near a strip club and it was like a minute from my house and i picked him up and i had to drive at like an hour and a half all the way north of where i lived and then literally turn around and came back because i was gonna go just do a couple rides and then come home and just see how much money i made like try to make like 20 bucks that pays for lunch dinner whatever and um and just to see what I can make. I was trying to make extra money, right? So I ended up driving him so far up, and he was completely wasted the entire time. So when he got in my car, first of all, I had to wait for so long, and you can cancel it after a certain amount. But um, he finally got in, <clears throat> and I drove him all the way home, and he had this huge, like, mansion in, like, <clears throat> this certain neighborhood. And, um, and I just remember that was interesting. And then I drove all the way home by myself, at, like, late at night. And I remember uh, texting or calling my girlfriend at the time. And I was like, I'm so sorry I took that ride. It was such a waste of time. She was like waiting for me to like get in bed. She's like, can you come home and go to bed? And I was like, God, what if I'd much rather just stayed in bed with you than driven and try to make more money. Like that was one of those cases where it wasn't important. And it was, you know, I would try to do the right thing. But that's just the, 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 the Uber scam deal. The scam deal. <laughs> Uber scam deal. And uh, so, yeah, that's it today, folks. I appreciate listening. I'm, I uh, want to go and do some more of these, getting these things off my mind. Um, I'll give you the Instagram until my website's up. I'll probably make, um, I guess maybe it would be cool to start with a website that premieres the podcasts. And that way I can just say, go to my website and then you can do everything from there as opposed to saying you can go to anchor, uh, where I record these, um, or you can go to my Instagram at the underscore translator underscore podcast. Um, I just want to have like the translator podcast.com. That's not my website. Don't go there, but that's an example but I want to have um, even a different name for it, uh, my podcast. I want to rename it eventually. Uh, but this website doesn't necessarily have to be the name of my podcast. It could be like a different thing like uh, Basement Studios, which is the name of the YouTube channel. Um, and it could be even another name. But you would go there, and then under there you could find this podcast. And I would just say go here. But it, and, and I could say uh, this is where you can find the merch. This is where you can find – uh, the all the episodes, and this is where you can leave voicemails. This is where you can email me. This is where you can contact me. 
I really want to have a place where you can contact me, where I can just say, hey, go here, contact me. And you can reach out, ask questions, give comments. Um, I'd love for you guys to all do that. So if you go to those, any of those things, please do. I think it's uh, the translator podcast at gmail.com or it's single white male podcast at gmail.com. Please reach out. I want to put you on the show. I uh, want to answer your questions and want to learn more about what maybe you want to hear too. Uh, Got to mix it up. Thanks for listening.